Hello and welcome to Nourish with Nicole, the podcast where we discuss all things holistic health and wellness. I'm your host, Nicole. I'm a holistic health coach and I have helped over hundreds of people change their lifestyle, build better habits, lose weight, gain confidence, all with a holistic, natural approach. I'm here to help you understand that taking care of your entire self from your body, mind, and soul has many benefits that will help you be successful on your journey of health. This podcast is designed to educate, inspire, and motivate. Grab your coffee and let's get into today's episode. Hello, everybody. How's everyone doing today? Welcome back to the Nourish with Nicole podcast. It's been a busy week for Coach Janaka and I. Welcome, Coach Janaka. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm really happy to be back at home as much as I love our adventures, like gallivanting around the Calgary airport. I'm happy to be home with my own. So yeah, what have you been up to this past week? Tell me, you've been on the go actually quite a bit. It feels like it's been two weeks. I went to Toronto two weeks ago on Saturday. I went with my husband just as like a mini vacation to watch some ball, take in some touristy things. And then I landed at like midnight and the next morning at 7am I was on a flight to Kelowna with uh, Coach Beth to come meet up with you and to go for some of our business coaching and mentorship. So then we came home and what was supposed to be, I think it was originally, we had a pretty quick turnaround from Kelowna back home, like four hours, ended up being like 14 hours later and me eating questionable meals from my backpack that were out of the fridge for like 10 hours. So yeah, you've been busy. What about clients? How is things going with business clients? Things are good. I've actually have three new clients starting on Monday, which I'm excited about of them well one of them came because her sister-in-law I believe worked with me previously and just had lots of lovely things to say about nourish and I always think that that's the best way when we get new clients through those referrals because other people love their experience I got another gal who's been wanting to start and work with us for almost a year and it finally lined up so that is exciting and then the third gal she's a little nervous a little apprehensive but one of her comments was that she wants to be the best what did she say wife mother and grandmother that she can be and she feels that that starts with uh learning to take care of herself a little better so I'm really excited about these people starting that's awesome sounds good Mm -hmm. I'm excited to see um, what you guys do together Mm -hmm. so today we are talking about it's hard to try hard and this can go many different directions but I'm gonna let you take it away and let's dive into it yeah so this came up because the other day so I've worked out with you a couple of times we're never in the same location long enough to actually work as a training program together and a couple of times when I worked at that with you you were like Yannicka you got to put more weight on there Yannicka you got to push a little bit harder or like Yannicka breathe (laughs) you know all kinds of things and it was needed right I needed those cues to recognize like yeah I am probably stronger than what I'm realizing I can probably push this past where I am right now and I was at the gym the other day and I was doing my reps and things and you're in my head and I'm rehearsing these things. If you want you can work harder. And I could feel on, I was doing like a, it's almost like a standing bent over leg curl. And I could feel as I was bringing it up that my glutes were just like, they were quivering. And I was like, I wonder how weird this looks right now to everybody around me. So I actually recorded it, made it even weirder for everybody around me. And then I posted it online because I wanted to show people that this is what it means to work hard at an exercise. And I made sure to clarify and they're like, that wasn't me training to failure. Cause I think sometimes we think, oh, if my muscle starts to twitch, that means I'm training to failure. Like I'm pushing it too much. And it's like, no, that's not failure. Failure would be me stripping weights off and keep going until I can't even lift that empty piece of machinery anymore. This is working hard. And so I put it up on my Instagram story and kind of highlighted, you know, where you can see 
the contractions coming in where you can see the fatigue set in. I could even tell based on how my core was starting to rotate that I was tired. Like this was really challenging. And I had several people message and say, I don't ever look like that when I'm training. And I was like, mm, right? Like, I don't think many people do. I didn't until you called me on it how many years into my journey. And so I was talking about this to my husband and I was saying like, how can you explain to people what it means to work hard? And he said, well, it's hard to work hard. If that's how you know you're working hard, you are in a place where you're like, this sucks. I'm uncomfortable. I don't even want to do this. I'd rather quit right now than keep going. And so I wanted to break that down. Like what does hard look like in your journey? So to say, sorry. So when you go to the gym, like, do you have an exercise that you feel like this one is always hard? This one, no matter what I do, this one always feels hard. I would say a majority of my leg exercises. So for one is going to be glute kickback because I always find that it's really hard to not twist your hips and do a proper, like keep your back flat, keep your core tight. So I always find that that one is a difficult one for me. And then also B stance movements. Mm -hmm. These are really hard. So when I say B stance, it's like you have one foot in front of the other. So it's like a B stance, stiff legged deadlift or a B stance glute bridge. Like these are hard. If you guys have not done these, you guys need to try these. Sometimes I'm at the gym and I'm like, I'm not going to do that today. Let's just swap that one out. Like today I had B stance dumbbell deadlifts and I was like, let's just do regular deadlifts. But I had rep of like 15 each leg. So that's total of 30 and that was like hard and I was like holy smoke so those ones are like really hard and sometimes I just opt out and I'm like I'm just gonna do something else right so that's where I'm like I'm not doing the hard and exactly what you mean right so calling myself out here well and so and I know you posted about it today Bulgarian split squats yep well, I don't know cardio if those are that. that's my cardio <laughs> right and it's they're one of those exercises that every time I look at them I'm like oh we meet again you're still here. And it's like, it does not get easier. I might be able to, you know, down the road, increase my weight, so I can slow down my tempo, but the actual movement never gets easier. It always feels hard. And so yeah, sometimes, you know, we swap out things, or we choose to modify to make it a little bit easier. But I think it's how can we tell clients like that they're working hard enough? And I mentioned it to some of my clients was that I will look at their stats that they're recording in their workouts. And let's say you've got three sets of 12 to 15 reps to do. And I see you're using 20 pound dumbbells for all three sets and all three sets, you're capping out at 15 reps. You're not working hard. It might feel challenging. You might be like, oh no, I'm like my heart rate went up or like I was sweaty. Yeah, you might be. But if you can complete everything, it's not hard. It's still within your boundaries of, of not really challenging yourself. And so I'm trying to explain to them, you know, by your third set, if you're still cranking out your max reps, it's not hard. You should be struggling to get like your minimum amount of reps. Sometimes by my last set, I have to strip weight off because I can't lift it anymore. And so when clients tell us, you know, like I'm working in the gym, but I'm not seeing physique changes. I really think there needs to be this emphasis on, well, like how hard, right? You're only going to see those changes if you push your boundaries, if you are adding stimulus beyond what your body has done before. I mean, your goal is literally to break the muscle fiber. That's not going to happen when you're like, oh, I can walk away from this afterwards and I feel fine. So the gym, I think is an easy one to be like, you're probably not working hard enough because we can tell, right? We can see the physical side of it. But I also want to talk about trying hard in other areas of your health, Specific, like starting with your food, for example, you know, how many times do you at check-ins do clients tell you like, well, if you know, if we asked, did you follow your meal plan? Well, no, it was hard this week because whether that many times, many times. Yeah. 
And what are some of the excuses that you hear about why it was hard that week? Oh, the kids had all the sports and I put myself last or I had nothing prepped and I didn't get groceries or um, I started a new job or I just didn't have time. I like the, well, there was donuts in the staff room and it was too hard to walk away from them. Yeah, that works too. If you're listening on a podcast, you can't see my face right now, but I'm giving you like a wah, wah. (laughs) (laughs) And like, yeah, those things are hard but they're also in your control. And if you lean away from something that is hard and you're rather like, well, I'll just keep myself comfortable, you can't expect to see these changes that you want. You can't say, how come the scale didn't change when you purposely like leaned away from doing the hard thing and instead did the easy thing or did the comfortable thing, right? I get being busy. I get, guys, I was a teacher. I worked in a school where there was like food in that staff room 24 seven. I was on prep when there was food in that staff room 24 seven. We had like free lunches. We had teacher appreciation. It was awful going in there to warm up my food some days. And I'm like sitting here with my bowl of chicken and rice, watching everybody crush chili and Doritos and whatever. Yeah, it was hard, but it was also a choice. I knew like, okay, well, these are my goals and this is what I have to do to get there. Hard, it doesn't mean that you don't do it. And Mm -hmm. I think that's where a lot of us get caught up. We think if it's hard, I don't have to do it. I get to have a free pass. I get to do just a little bit less. It's just like even starting out a new meal plan, right? Like you're starting out, just like you said, you have three new clients that started this week. I have three new clients that started this week as well. It's hard to start something new. It's hard to change what you're previously doing. But if you're unhappy with what, where you're at in your life, like you have to do something in order to um, obviously change and live a different lifestyle. So prepping new meal prep, like following a new meal plan, like removing things that, that you were very consistent with before. If you had four cups of coffee every single day with creamer in it and you're drinking 500 calories of coffee creamer and you're removing that, like that's going to be hard. But we know that like that's so it's slowly going to replace in those habits, right? So there can be hard in everything, but it's just like it's it has to come with like a give and take, I guess you could say. 100% I think hard is where you're actually making a difference it's where you're actually choosing something else if something doesn't feel hard to you somewhere along your journey then you're probably not following quite what you should be doing right we look at people who professional athletes who do this for a living and I'm sure that they will still comment that there are days that are hard and it doesn't mean that they're pushing it, it doesn't mean that they're doing too much they just know what it takes to, that comes with that territory that's kind of what's expected so if you're always and the other thing that bugs me and people say well it was too hard to do xyz is that we it's kind of like we're passing the buck on off to some external circumstance or to somebody else versus taking that responsibility of uncomfortable and I didn't want to sit in that discomfort instead we're like oh yeah I saw the discomfort but you know xyz said it was okay to let it go it's like, no, that's not how that goes. Yes, your kids have activities and yes, you're busy, but you knew that that was happening. You knew that you had to meal prep, right? Whatever the cases are like, you knew that there was going to be a staff lunch this week. You could have planned ahead. We've got many clients who go to staff outings and will tell us ahead of time and we will help them determine what they can do, whether it's on the meal, on the menus or eating in advance, whatever the case is, right? It's not any less hard for them. It's not easier for them to make those choices. They're just committed to leaning into that discomfort because they know what they're going to get in return. Like I said, it's like, it's about that discomfort and putting yourself into areas of uncomfortableness and challenging yourself because that's when things start to happen. It can even go like when I'm like 
in a surplus of calories. Like it's uncomfortable. Like I am physically uncomfortable. Like I am full. I feel like I'm a like a balloon. And it's like, but it's then it's like also too like when you're dieting, you're like, I'm starving, right? So you're uncomfortable either way. So it's like you have to embrace the hard every step of the journey that you're on, right? Like if you're just starting, like it's gonna be hard when you have to take a diet break, it's gonna be hard because you wanna go to the gym and you wanna work out and you wanna run and you wanna do your sprints. But at the same time, it's like there's different phases of the journey. And if you're only doing this like temporarily like satisfaction for six months while you're with your coach and then you're going to go back to all your other things like that's where you have to kind of be like do I want to embrace this hard for the rest of my life for this journey right so because things become not hard when they become routine and routine only happens once you've done hard consistently and and I find that routine that follows us more we're into maintenance or we've built a lifestyle so to say right but in order to get that lifestyle it's gonna be hard there is no way around that there's no way to be like I'm only gonna do this if it's easier well then don't even bother don't tell us hey I want this conditions you don't get to say that. It's the suck is part of it. It's just how it goes. I think even this morning I went for a run and I did not want to go for my run, but I run this weekend and I was like, Yannicka, you better get your ass out there. And kilometer like two, it already felt hard. I was like, I could turn around and go home right now. Nobody would know just me. Right. And then I was like, what is that doing? It's telling me that it's okay to quit when it's hard. What am I going to do this weekend when I have to run 10 kilometers? I'm going to ditch out of my race two kilometers in because well, earlier this week, it was hard, not a chance. So I pushed through, I was really uncomfortable. My face was bright red by the time I got home and I knew it. I had to give myself that like little pep talk of like, it's hard to try hard, but that's okay. It doesn't mean it's wrong. It probably means it's good. It means I'm pushing. Right. And the other thing too, like, so, you know, we can, we can look at exercise we can look at like food and meal planning and the areas that are hard routines. That's another one that I find a lot of people are very resistant to changing their routines because of the the hardness that accompanies that or the challenges that come with that. So with your clients, is there a routine that you find many are resistant to or kind of scoff at at first? Meditation. They're like, this doesn't make sense. This isn't going to work. How do I do this? Right. But it's like, it's just like any other habit or routine. It takes 21 days to embed that and keep it like a consistent habit. So if you try for like two days and like, I can't, my mind wanders. Well, in meditation, your mind is going to wander. It's meant to wander. Your mind's just not going to stay still and not go anywhere. So that's the point of it is trying to bring your mind back to awareness and what your body's going through. So lots of times it is meditation where clients start it and then they don't stay consistent with it. I find it that that's a good one. That's even one for me still. I have a very hard time sitting inside with that discomfort. For me, I find a lot of clients have a hard time going to bed earlier or setting parameters around their evening routines, like boundaries about being on social media or being on their phones or watching TV or even like late night snacking because I was the queen of late night snacking. And again, I think it's routine to do those things because it's easy, it's comfortable, it's mindless. And so when we challenge somebody to actually be mindful about something, it's really hard. And we tend, we kind of look for something to replace that feeling of safety with and it's not there. I know, like, I would say every week at check and there's probably at least like five clients that are like, I didn't get as much sleep as I should have this week. And I mean, they own it. They tell me, you know, oh, I was like on social media, I was scrolling for hours, or I didn't follow my bedtime routine or whatever the case is, because it's hard. And I get it. But now you're waking up the next morning and you feel like trash. You're exhausted. Mentally, you're not there. For many, it's like myself, my digestion is off for at least the next day. Dues are off, right? My hormones are producing differently. So like all of that you're saying is worth it 
for you to not have a little bit of discomfort in the evening before you go to bed? Probably not, right? Think about it in those terms. We tend to look at how hard is this right now and how uncomfortable is this right now and what can I do to avoid that? And then that's it. No, for sure. So it's hard to try hard. So how do you know if you're trying hard? It feels hard. It's uncomfortable. You're uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. You're literally doing things because you're trying to make a change and change doesn't come easily. So Mm -hmm. If you are finding yourself week after week being like, how come I'm not seeing changes in X, Y, Z? Well, did you actually work hard or did you kind of skim what you were expected to do? Just the bare minimum. Yeah. Yeah. Was there anything else, Jonica, that you wanted to add before we tie up the podcast here? I don't think so. I think it's just a good practice to do an inventory on yourself every once in a while, the same way, like I do it all the time to kind of assess, you know, am I working as hard as I think I should be working? Do it the next time you're in the gym. And if you're not sure, film yourself. What is my body looking right? Am I rushing through these movements? Probably not working hard. Slow right down. You know, look at what's your consistency like with your nutrition and what are you blaming for your inconsistencies? And is it really outside factors or is it simply you not working hard enough at doing what you need to be doing? Mm -hmm. And the same thing with your routines. If it's hard, schedule them in, get used to leaning in that discomfort for a bit more. Absolutely. No, I couldn't agree more. Thank you everyone for tuning in and we'll see you again soon. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you found value in today's episode, I would love it if you would share this with any friends or family who would benefit from the podcast or leave a review down below. If you are ready and want help in taking the next step in your health and wellness journey, you can head over to my Instagram, nourish.withnicole, click the link in my bio and fill out an application and learn how you can live your happiest, healthiest life. Thank you so much and I can't wait to chat next week.